Welcome to the Mammoth Games cast for the week of March 5th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filter Gordon. Hey, what's up, man? Not too much, not too much. Um, what's been going on with you? What have you been uh, doing this a, week? Yeah, busy week at work. Uh, staging is set up for a big install next week of some uh, new like security components, so... Uh, been a, doing a couple hours over every day. Okay. Um, been pretty so, busy then. Yeah, pretty thrilling. <laughs> uh, as far as that goes, I haven't had a lot of time to play too much. Um, mostly still been playing uh, like Civ 6 while I sit and watch TV or have dinner or whatever, and uh, League of Legends in my free time. Ah. All right. Cool. I mean, for me, um, like I said last week, I was probably going to get into one of my backlog games. I jumped into Watch Dogs. Um, that's been fun. I, I I was pretty far into the game um, when I got it in it when I played it initially, and then I don't even remember where I played that at. But I played like halfway through the game, so I you know I, I own the game now. Instead of picking that up, I just hit the reset mm-hmm. button. Um, still doing stuff for Monster Owner. They have a, a few things that I'm going to talk about here later in the show that we yeah. can look at. Um, went and saw Black Panther. It's a fantastic movie. Um, I finished up Glow on Netflix, which is um, uh, yep, pretty good. Gorgeous. I, I like it. Wrestling. Yeah, um, it, it's it's kind of an in, that was an interesting insight because they had a mm-hmm. uh, a wrestler that I grew up watching, uh, like on television, was in that, and she was portrayed in the movie mm-hmm. or in, in the in the show. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, there's a few other things I need to get into on Netflix. I think I'll finally probably watch Coco tonight. Okay, yeah, I want to see Coco. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been we've been uh, watching through from the beginning Law and Order SVU. Shit. So we're on episode like three hundred and fifteen or sixteen now. <laughs> little little more than halfway through. I think no. they're on like I think they're in the five thirties now. Oh God, I there's some <laughs> shows you know I just I couldn't do. Like that's, I couldn't that imagine. Was, that's heavy. That's really heavy. I couldn't imagine going back and watching all of like watching all of South Park from the beginning. If I'd never Ooh, seen South Park before. I did if that I'd never seen The ago. Simpsons before. Yeah. Oh that's know, a lot. It, it, it would be like me going, you know what, I think I'm gonna read Spider Man. All of it. <laughs> from, from the, the fucking beginning. beginning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. That's so I rewatched much. uh I rewatched Scrubs a couple years ago. That's a really good yeah, that's a good watch. I mean, that's a it good gets run through. There's only like six weaker seasons, at the right? end. Yeah, it gets a little weaker at the end. But oh, the last some... season might as well not exist. But fucking that uh, Brendan Fraser episode. That was God damn, that's a good episode. And then There's the a tiki? lot of extremely good episodes. The tiki necklaces. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, as always with our podcast. Uh, if you listeners out there get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check all the top news and video game stuff. Get a look at everything we talk about here and more. Uh, mm. We appreciate all the like, comments, and shares over there. And then to know when we go live, follow us on Twitter, at Mammoth Games Inc. Uh, we do a lot of like Let's Plays, live streams, stuff like that, so you can get in on that. Know when we are live on our respective channels and stuff like that. Mm. So to kick this off, uh, they've been kind of like separating them out, but we do have the PlayStation Plus games for March. Wow, um, and it was with, worth the wait on this very one. Very much worth the wait. Um, man, there it's a pretty heavy, pretty heavy week. It, it's interesting to see that 
Microsoft is always trying to beat Sony to the punch now. For yeah, well, they learned their lesson this time around. Yeah, like oof. it's going to be interesting to see how the next generations of console play out. Yeah. Now that they both know whoever goes first is the winner. Pretty much. I mean, if you can go first, and especially if you can go first with a price lower, right? Man, you just crush it. Like four to one, five to one, six to one. It's crazy. Yeah, but. With you know, with that being said, the PlayStation Plus games for March are fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably the best month that we've had in a number of years. Um, yeah. So, to kick it off, the first game that you're getting free for PlayStation Four, uh, as always, we start with PlayStation Four is Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bloodborne is the award-winning action RPG um, from the guys at From Software. Right. It's it's dark and gritty. It's a dark and gritty version, a Victorian era of like Dark Souls. Um, right. It's it, it's it's seriously it's really vibe. good. It's got yeah. I love the setting. I I love the gameplay. Um, I played through this almost entirely with a friend. It's such a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's going to be free. I mean, a lot of people consider this to be the in, in the contender, if not the number one, um, like, exclusive game for the PlayStation 4. Right. Like, I, just just in different communities that I've heard, you know, talking mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, I've heard So that. Blood, Bloodborne's already fantastic. Well, the second game that you're going to be picking up is Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a pretty good net as well. Um, I, I, I actually didn't pick up Ratchet and Clank. Um, it's playing, uh, based on the uh, movie that came out, right? Yeah, I think it has an affiliation with the movie. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's a ton of good characters aside from Ratchet and Clank. You know, they have, like, Captain Cork and stuff like that mm. that join them. Um, and he's he's super dumb, and that's really yep. fun. Um, one he's of my, like uh, Captain one of my, Hammer. Yeah. One of my old friends used to just call this game Mindless Violence. Yeah, I, kind of. That's pretty much what it is. It's a, <clears throat> it's a you know, a platformer uh, where it's just guns and weapons just shooting and destroying everything um good game um can't wait to check that out if you're still rocking the ps3 you'll get legend of k um and that one is you know your standard um like stealth action adventure game um where you play i believe a cat and you know there are several animal races um the cat the the cat's island has been overthrown by the gorillas and the rats so you're Mm. trying to push back the gorillas and the rats um definitely something for the younger audience um and the second game for ps3 which is also a cross buy for the ps4 which is kind of cool is mighty number nine um you might have heard of these guys it's basically mega man uh they had launched the kickstarter got where they were wildly successful on their kickstarter and then they were hit with delays and stuff like that um, they made some bad marketing decisions, um, and uh, it, it, all around it was very underwhelming. But yeah. it's free, and you can have it on your PS4. Yep. Um, and then uh, the two Vita games are also crossed by with the PS4, so that's five PS4 games this month. The first Vita game slash PS4 game is Claire Extended Cut. Um, Claire is a you know, like a side scroller. Um, like lower quality, uh, like horror game where you play as a girl Claire trying mm. to find out what happened to her parents, and she does not have weapons. She has a flashlight and she has her dog. Mm. 
And oh, yeah, that's, I remember this game. Yeah, that's basically what you get. So, um, that's not bad. This game, I think on Steam, I saw it was like running for nine bucks. I'm like, it looked cool. It, it looks fun. Yeah. So for me, this is probably uh, like tied for third place, you know, this and Mighty Number no. 9. Okay. And then the last game for Vita slash PS4 is Bombing Busters, which is basically Bomberman. If you play Bomberman, hmm. you play Bombing Busters. There's nothing, from everything I've saw, there's nothing good about it. Um, it is what it is. Huh. Um, so yeah, I mean, for PS4, you're going to be getting Bloodborne and the newer Ratchet and Clank for PS3, Legend of K. And then also on PS3 and PS4, Mighty Number no. 9. And then Vita and PS4, you'll get Claire Extended Cut and Bombing Busters. You can grab all of that through the PlayStation app. I recommend just grabbing the app so you can download it all in one place. You don't have to worry about um, downloading it and searching on your PlayStation. Um, you can cl- uh, decide what to download from your phone, send it right to the console, and have it start downloading immediately. It's actually faster to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it just starts downloading immediately. As well, um, if you have Dungeon Defenders 2, there's a Dungeon Defenders uh, PS Plus pack that's free starting uh, March 13th, running until April 10th. And then there is a big, important service update announcement that they wanted to let everyone know about. Uh, Starting March 8th, 2019, PlayStation Plus monthly game lineup uh, will focus entirely on PlayStation 4 titles and no longer include PS3 and PlayStation Vita. Uh, that doesn't mean, you know, stop downloading the PS3 and the Vita games. Those will function exactly the same as they have in the past. All of your saves will stay there. So it's still, you know, you can still build that collection of games. It's just next year, they're going to cut that out. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that's where I had an interesting conversation with Tasty Bossman on what are they going to do to supplement. You think they'll throw in a third PlayStation 4 game? Or maybe mm-hmm. two more PlayStation 4 games to supplement losing... PlayStation things. VR game. That's what I said. I That'd said I think PlayStation VR would be good, and then I think they're going to continue with that PlayStation Live link, that phone stuff that mm-hmm. they keep doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we'll get a PSVR game every month as well as uh, like a PlayLink something. Um, yeah. As well, there are plenty of good games on discount um, right now. So if you are interested in something like, uh, and you haven't picked up like Hellblade or... Um, Uncharted Lost Legacy. There's a ton of games on sale, like even ones that aren't even on the list. I just looked up Runer and it was half off. So um, yeah, go take a look, see if those um, you know, look up those games that you've been interested in, and if you know, you know, check it out. They might be on sale. But that is the PlayStation Plus lineup for March 2018. All right. All right. Um, we'll just yeah. head right on into games releasing. Um, yeah, so uh, all of the games that are coming out that that we found notable for this week uh, are all coming out on March 6th. Um, so we'll just kind of run down those. And then we, for some reason, we had several games that we missed from last week and possibly the week before that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get into this week's games first. Uh, the first one we have on here for PlayStation VR's Bravo Team. Uh, that's the you know military style action game from uh, Supermassive. Um, they've just been killing it on. Fucking love Supermassive. Yeah, I, like it, I'm I've been a big fan of everything they've made so far. The graphics look great, of course. They're all in for PSVR. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, they, they're they just cranking out the titles. Mm. Yeah, this looks really good. Um, you know, it isn't your super, super high-res um, shooter that you'd expect if you were just playing, you know, not in VR. It obviously has a right. little bit of a little bit of a downscale, but mm. I think if you had that directly in front of your face and you were making the head motions and it's you know, still going to seem pretty that, damn good. It's, it's yeah. going to seem real good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Bravo team looks, looks good. You just picked up the PSVR. So, yeah. um, I'm interested it's... to hear that experience when you've actually had a chance to, uh, you know, use it a bit. Quite yeah. Yet. Yeah. That should be coming up maybe in a couple weeks here. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe someday. Maybe someday. Um, cool. Yeah, go ahead. Um. All right, cool. And up next we have Fear Effect. Sedana. Sedna. Sedna. I think that's a name. I don't know anything about this one. Um, it is from uh the Square Enix Collective, which are mm. basically the indie team or the indie side of square enix they just kind right. of like publish um and uh yeah i mean it it doesn't it doesn't look too bad it kind of has that uh it kind of reminds me of something like um dead nation or alien nation mm -hmm. um is it did, did you check into this game a bit not a bunch. Uh, I've heard about it. There's there's a couple people that I know are really interested in it. It definitely does not look like my thing. Yeah, um, it looks like a tactical, um, like twin, twin stick, stick shooter. Yeah, yeah, which is weird. Um, it has like a Metal Gear vibe to me. I don't know why. <laughs> like an early like Metal Gear. Yeah, just like kind of like a wacky James Bond movie almost. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I don't. I don't think that this one would be for me, but I, I do enjoy games like this. Like I really enjoyed Dead Nation. I had a lot of fun with. Mm. Or I, I. I actually want to pick up Alien Nation. I just haven't had the time. Um, as well, Ruiner. I mentioned that earlier. Right. Huh. But yeah, that one's dropping on um, March sixth as well. Right. Um. Same day, finally coming to PC, uh, Final Fantasy XV. Mm -hmm. And uh, give it a couple more months, this game will be out on every operating uh, computer system known to mankind. Yes, um, it will. I believe it will. Yeah, so we didn't really have a lot to say about that. We've talked about Final Fantasy XV a lot, so we'll just roll right on through that. We're It'll get brought up again later, so keep uh, ear peeled for that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, as well, same day, coming out. March 6th, um, from Napnook Games, it is Frantics for PS4, mm -hmm. um, which is the, what is that, the Playlink? Um, yeah. It's the Playlink, like, Fox game. It has a Fox as the, like, um, little main character. And you use your phone as the controller. <laughs> it has a, uh, um, like, little Big Planet vibe. Mm -hmm. Like, heavy, heavily. Yeah, uh, it looks like a mix of, like, little Big Planet and, um, what was the, uh, uh, like the puppeteer. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it really has that. Um, really has that vibe, and it and it doesn't look bad. The characters, <clears throat> it almost looks like they're like everything's made of construction paper and play doh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it might be a pretty fun party game. Like I said, it looks like Sony's probably going forward with this play link. Mm -hmm. Um. I. I don't. 
have a lot of people that come over and play games. I usually play games with people online. Right. So it, it's one of those things I really um, have to applaud them for trying to get people back together. together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I still think is important, but, um, you know, the people that I game with are like a thousand miles away. It's hard to pull off. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, that's pretty rough. But cool. Just keep on going. I think we got one more, right? Yeah, um, so the final game, at least that we know of, uh, according to track record here, we could be missing some stuff, but uh, also, you know, same day, March 6th, uh, Scribblenauts Showdown, which is um, that that same Scribblenauts that by now everybody knows about, but yeah. um, it's got like a competitive edge that's coming to uh, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, usually the Scribblenauts come out on PC a little later, so probably won't be too long, but um you're basically coming up with, uh, you know, using the game's kind of, um, I don't know, text analyzer to figure out, you know, you'll say, like, tree, and it'll make a tree happen, and then you'll, like in the video here, you know, chainsaw, and you cut down the tree or whatever. So yeah. it's, it's a, like, a competitive mode, and I'm sure there's going to be, like, a story mode involved as well, um, just to, like, help you get the hang of what you're doing in the game if you haven't played one before, so. Yeah. Uh, seems yeah. interesting. The first one I ever played was on the Wii U, and, like, I just, I don't know, I never got into it before. Um, yeah. But almost Ashley is a big fan of the game. She was the reason we got it on the Wii U. Okay. And uh, I, I still, even after owning that, I'm like, I don't get it. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know, not my thing. It's it's kind of like, uh, I didn't get into Minecraft at all, because you right. have to, like, do stuff. You have to, like, think of how to do stuff on your own, <laughs> which I'm not a fan of. I want the game to just tell me how to do it. So, um, I get that kind of like creativity, like this is certainly a different type and it's not going to work for the same people, but it's, I'm, I'm glad it exists, you know? Right. Kind of like, I mean, we just talked about little big planet, you know, kind of like that. I mean, this, I mean, this doesn't like work for, I don't know, maybe maybe it's because I feel like this would be really good for like a younger, younger audience. It is kind of targeted to younger kids. Yeah. So, I mean, like, like maybe... Maybe Ashley had played it before, like, well before. And, mm. you know, she played it really early on. And, I don't know, I just never, I never had that. But, I can, I, it definitely has a, a made-for-kids feel to it. Mm-hmm. But cool. Um, yeah, and that is the last game. Like we said, all of our games releasing from March 5th to the 11th yeah. are, we're all releasing on March 6th. Um, as always, I'm sure that there's something we probably missed. Um, if you find one, please let us know uh, over on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. and we'll try to maybe chuck it into next week's uh, next week's show. Um, yeah. Just like the games we have coming up here. <laughs> so um, yeah, there was a lot, and like I'm humiliated because it's all stuff that I'm interested in. <laughs> right. I like I honestly don't know how I missed it because there were some of these that I've I've been like, you know, sharing and retweeting and whatever in my own life. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Mildly well, I mean, well, we do have um, like a couple lists where mm-hmm. that, that we follow. Were they just not on the list? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, as far as I know, they weren't called out as like notable releases. Mm-hmm. Um, they might have just not been in like the Boulder. And then, I mean, to, to be fair, one of them, you know, one is a VR title, so that might not have been on the list at all because, like, who's your market for that? And then uh, right. the other one was in a. Uh, 
$2 add-on. So that might not have been there for, you know, some yeah, reason. Obvious. Yeah, that one's um, But yeah, so the first uh, game that I really wanted to call out because I'm I'm really into the vibe um, is uh, Where the Water Tastes Like Wine. Uh, this is a... Um, the game itself plays like a text adventure, like a choose-your-own-adventure type of game, but instead of having you look at, you know, black text on a white screen... Uh, they have this really like interesting art style, like beautiful world that you're exploring. That's kind of like a uh, um, kind of like Great Depression, Dust Bowl style, um, you know, kind of patina, like rusted, uh, forgotten world kind of vibe. So um, yeah, it's it, really cool, and you like run into like major characters that that have um, like interesting story sequences that you can kind of interact with. Yeah, it, its art style is very um, uh, don't starve looking, mm-hmm. but yeah, a, little a bit. lot more fleshed out. Right, like kind of like that scratchy, like scrawled yeah, they, art they, style. They, they use a lot of like cross hashing in their art. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of like very like blocky shading. Right. Um, but yeah, like what's what's the story here? You just kind of travel across America and um, yeah, I'm not a hundred percent. Like they didn't reveal too much because it'll kind of give away like what the game is. It's all about its story. Um, and at the end of the trailer here, you see this wolf dude. That that guy's voiced by uh, Sting. So that's kind of cool. It's got yeah. some big talent behind it and everything. Um, and the studio wow. is uh, Dim Bulb Games, which is uh, one of the people who. Um, was originally with uh, Fulbright when they first started up. Oh, okay, cool. So, uh, kind of like a bit of a pedigree behind the uh, you yeah. know, studio and everything. Um, so that's really cool. I'm, I'm super excited to check that out. It's like 15 bucks, so I'm going to get it here in a couple days, probably. I don't know when I'm going to have a chance to play it. I'll just have it for like a year and a half, just like I did with VR, probably. Yeah, but, it'll uh, just like you're going through with the VR. Yeah, exactly. Um... Okay, so then uh, we had a, a DLC drop. Um, I believe this was on... Uh, so that was... Uh, Where the Water Tastes Like Wine was February 28th. I believe right. this was February 20th as well. Uh, everybody knows I was a big fan of Project High Rise. Uh, skyscraper Sim. Um, so this add-on is London Life. So they've done stuff like Miami. They had Tokyo Towers. So they're kind of continuing that vibe of like... What's something that like captures... Um, you know, like something unique but really interesting of like a skyrise like city that people know about. So, um, with the London life, basically what they're doing, uh, and we we don't really they didn't release a trailer for this, which is kind of weird. Yeah, um, we they didn't have a trailer have for all I the other ones. Of, I just right. kind of popped up a like the yeah. Um, so uh, they add uh, twelve new office tenants. So um, there's financiers. Uh, from small banks to sprawling stock exchanges. Um, there's also uh, small recording studios, indie game developers, that's funny, uh, newsrooms, uh, and upper floor uh, movie studios. And then uh, along with that, they say, um, London life brings some British verve to your buildings. Traditional pubs and elegant restaurants impart a bit of English charm to your dining and drinking destinations. Luxuriant lobbies with chic chandeliers create impressive entryways my uh mouth's getting tired um so yeah basically uh they have some outdoor decorations and uh, new artwork you can put in your building um just trying to kind of capture i don't really know like what would i say like a london vibe is like 
you step on like a piece of gum and then somebody like pickpockets you and then you like run into some skinheads like you know what i mean like i don't really under like <laughs> i don't know what the same way that the original game is based on um like chicago's where the guys are yeah like the miami one it's like what is it a bunch of coke dealers like i don't get it you know it, it's yeah, like, if you're, it, it does, like, they do a really good job of it but i just don't understand how they do it yeah like miami i can i can see a distinct like style not Put everything like a foot underwater not necessarily architectural but when i think of uh miami i think of neon mm-hmm. i think of like well they also have a las vegas add-on i think of specifically pink and turquoise neon and then yeah. cocaine right cocaine exactly cocaine yeah which could also all of that could also be used for las vegas so mm-hmm. you know take it with a little bit yeah. of cocaine a grain of cocaine <laughs> um okay yeah so uh we'll follow along to that tantalizing video we saw a snippet of uh just the beginning of it yeah. um so the the makers of ftl are bringing us into the breach which is a uh tactical um we talked about this one already. Yeah, we, um, we had mentioned it. I think that's why I forgot it for the releases, because this was one that definitely I was sharing. Yeah. Um, so I thought I already mentioned it. Uh, yeah, Subset Games, FTL. Um, it's it's kind of got, like, unusual... It's a tactical game, but it's kind of... Uh, it behaves differently. Like, you get teams of three giant robots or, you know, tanks or whatever. And um, it's different teams that are already set up. You don't... You choose your team. You don't, like, build your team. And, um... You basically, uh... Like, learn these, like, unique strategies where, like, a lot of the weapons will, like, push enemies or deploy smoke or damage the ground tiles that they're on or different things like that. You're trying to defend the city. Or cities. Um, whichever it is. So, um, it seems really interesting. I haven't picked it up yet, but it's definitely one I'm into. Um... That came out on the 27th. And uh, currently it's only PC, but I can see this working on a lot of stuff. Yeah, this could work almost everywhere. Yeah. Uh, visually, it looks like a... Um, like, it's basically just like a, a checkerboard with different... Mm-hmm. Like, you have like tile spaces. Um, it looks yeah. like the characters have... Um, like, their normal like rest animation is probably two or three animations. Of like right, kind of kind of like, like the squat, it, stand up, squat, stand up. Yeah, and then it'll be yeah. like variation where the butt goes a little higher. Squat, stand up, mm. squat, stand up, variation. Like it's it's it, it's minimalist, um, but I think it looks like it probably does a really good job of taking that um, strategy in a different right. direction. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, um, it doesn't look bad. I mean, even in the trailer, there's a lot of cool stuff going on that. You know, it's kind of like, whoa, what's what's going on here? What's what caused that? Like, um, yeah, there's yeah. one where like a whole row uh, of just you know, drops. it's normal like tiles where you're looking at them and it's turned so that it's like a diamond field that you're looking at, and right. then like a whole row just collapses and falls into like nowhere, and it's like, what happened there? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm super into that. Looks cool. <clears throat> cool. And then uh, the last one that we have. <laughs> Uh, did you pick this one up yet? Uh, not yet. This is on the short list, though. Yeah, this one is killing it right now, probably being one of the most fleshed-out PSVR games available. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Moss. Um, should I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know a ton about Moss, but um, I do know you play as a, uh, a small little what, field-looking mouse. mouse. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, um, well, you're you're sort of um, you're something else. Like the mouse is there and he works with you, but he knows that you exist. Oh, you're like an entity telling the yeah, mouse. Yeah, you're like so a you're, spirit or something. Yeah, you're playing the. You're basically Navi too. Yeah, the you're, mouse you're is Navi. Like Link. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, you play. Yeah, you play as it, uh, the plot that I just I found a little excerpt about the plot. Um, while in the library, the reader finds an old book. He flips through the pages, and the reader is transported into a fantasy land contained within the book. The reader meets a young mouse. Uh, mm. Oh, young mouse Quill, and begins yes. an adventure. The kingdom where Quill lives has been overthrown by a fire-breathing snake, Sa- uh, Frog. Okay. Um, after Quill's uncle is captured, the reader guides Quill on the adventure to defeat the evil fire-breathing snake and save her uncle. Hmm. Um, yeah, the uh, Quill will... Um, they did some... I've seen a lot of behind-the-scenes for this game for some reason. I don't really know why. Um, but uh, I just happened to like... I guess I liked their Facebook page a long time ago and forgot about it. But uh, they were working out how Quill was going to like communicate with the player. And eventually they determined that the, the character does like a simple form of sign language... Oh. Um, so you'll kind of have to like pick up what Quill's saying, sort of like figure it out for yourself, because, you know, I guess in the fiction of the game you're like a human, but as far as the way that Quill's responding to you, you're some kind of like god being, and you don't speak the same language, you know, and yeah. uh, if if your character can speak at all, so Quill will kind of do these like symbols, and you're gonna have to try to pick it up, and um, it seems really interesting, and it seems like this is the kind of thing that I was talking about in the past where I was saying, you know. We need to design games with the idea that, like, VR is not a gimmick. VR is not a control scheme. VR is a new type of game. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I actually, there's, I think there's a way to market VR that's the opposite of that, which is just you're playing a third-person game, but you're, like, a floating head, and you can, like, look around. I think that would be a good way to market it, and they just haven't done that. Like, every game can be VR. Right, right. Um, it just, which, it, it just the, enhanced looks, I guess. Yeah, I mean, the, like ultimately, like the resources change the way that right. stuff is like that's allocated. True. So that's I think the biggest thing you can't have. Well, your, Sony needs to dump some motherfucking money on it. They really do. You can't have your like 4K, you know, you can't have well, like your 4K graphics in something that's like super expansive. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but it, um, you know, I mean, you could, but it would have to be a, a I think a shorter like linear experience. Right, but I, but the uh, I think you know the better way to do this is to make these um, mm-hmm. something that kind of changes the definition of a game. Like you wouldn't do this with a controller; it just right. wouldn't. It just wouldn't work. It wouldn't happen. So um, I think that's the thing that's going to really set VR apart. Let people see what VR means and what it what the potential is, and then really like give it a chance to kind of expand. Because um, yeah. right now, I mean, the VR shares, uh, you know, the, the the customers that are playing on VR or are even willing to potentially buy a VR kit are not enough to really make it sustainable. Yeah, and I think one of the bigger problems is, especially looking at the Sony VR, is they're very well known for creating this cool, interesting product and then just not supporting it. Die. You know? <laughs> and yeah, they just let it die. I mean, like, next year, like yeah. we already said... Um, through the PlayStation um, 
PlayStation Plus, they're dropping PS3, which makes sense, but they're also dropping the Vita. Which is something that they made and then almost immediately abandoned. Yeah, they did absolutely almost nothing with it. Yeah. Like a year later, they were done with it. Yeah, and, and that's kind of, like, notorious for them. Um, mm-hmm. If they really just picked something and stuck with it, I think they would be a lot more successful. Mm-hmm. But... Moss looks good. I mean, there's a plethora of other cool things if you've been grabbing the free PlayStation Plus games for the month. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you'll, you you ha- already have a healthy amount of games. But, um, I mean, other than that, there's uh, The Impatient, there's Resident Evil, there's... Um, man, what, what else is there big? There's Doom, there's Elder Scrolls mm-hmm. on there now. You can buy that for a 56th time. I mean, and then that's not Finally. even to mention, like... Like, when I was looking at the Switch, I was like, what Switch games am I going to get down the line? But it's not even like, okay, I got all these, like, cool, big AAA games. It's more like, okay, I got these, like, very specific few games. And then I got um, this massive, or this massive collection of, like, smaller games. Mm-hmm. So, I think it, it would be a similar situation with uh, PSVR. And I'm excited to see yeah. how that works for you. Yeah, I definitely want to dive in. Yeah. Cool, let's keep on going. We'll move right into um, uh, the demos and freebies, the mm-hmm. all, all the all the weekly stuff we like to toss out there. Um, yeah. I'll let you go ahead and take the first one. Okay, um, yeah, so we have the uh, a new Humble Bundle, as we, you know, it's almost like a segment. Yeah, like our... Um, un- the Humble Corner or something. Yeah, we're, we're we don't get paid by them. We just always should. So just yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, if they have the humble. Knows, anybody, let us know. Yeah, for real. Uh, the humble brawler bundle. Um. Mm-hmm. So they got some. Uh. You know, kind of. They they definitely went with a specific flavor of fighting game. I think. Um. A little bit faster paced. Maybe. Uh. I don't know if that would make it more or less technical. Um. I guess probably more technical. Um. But anyways. Uh, so yeah, you can pay what you want. I think a dollar and up for uh, Guilty Gear Double X Alpha Core Core Plus R. Hmm. Jesus, that's a fighting game title. That's a name. Um, I don't think they have enough. I can get a couple more letters and like could, symbols in here. Yeah, there needs to be like like an alpha sign and possibly like a beta mm. and a few omega signs. Uh, and then they also have. Uh, Blaze Blue Continuum Shift Extend. That one's got a really cool art style. Um, I've always like I was I never had any interest in playing, but always was like, oh damn, like they made a functioning anime looking game. Yeah. Um, and then of course, uh, kind of a cult hit, Skullgirls. Yeah, um, people love Skullgirls. I never like, got into it, but well, shit, it kind of looks like the original Arms <laughs> with that like, hair. Like I played um, Skullgirls when it came out. Uh-huh. I think I even own it on PS3 or something. Um, and it was an interesting game. I mean, I actually liked it uh, because of its art style a lot more than the other fighters that were out at the time. But saying that I mm. like a fighting game is not saying very much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, the art style is really cool, again. Um, it's From what I remember, it's like extremely technical. Like I've seen a few memes where it's like, Fighting game hitboxes, and the one for Skullgirls is like a billion boxes all over the place. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, pick those up for a dollar, see if you 
like any of them, you can definitely dig into these series more if you're into one of them or, or over the others, you know? Yeah, and if um, you're not into them, I mean, you threw a dollar at it was a charity. Dollar. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Real. Like, um, don't get don't get a coffee that day. Right. Well, a coffee for a dollar? A half a coffee. Yeah, a quarter of a cup of coffee with your free stamp at Speedway. Yeah. Um, so then you got, uh, if you pay more than the average, right now as I'm looking at it, the average is like five fifty. Um, you'll also unlock Arcana Heart 3 Love Max. I would not recommend that. It looks like <laughs> full ass. Yeah, it got very positive <laughs> reviews. It's, yeah, that one's way better rated <laughs> than... Uh, the other one is Street Fighter X Tekken. Got him. Yep. So apparently that one didn't work out because that's got a mixed reaction from fans. Um, and then if you do more than $9, you also will unlock Guilty Gear Xrd Sign. Thanks. Why? Why? It's... Fighting fans know what it means. What, nobody knows what it means. No. Certainly not, not me. Sure, like, <laughs> and then uh, the other one for that is Rivals of Aether, which I've heard of, but... Oh, the art style looks great. It's another indie one. Um, mm. Looks pretty cool. That is uh, I'm an interesting art style. Oh my god, I love it. It looks like that... There's the no assets, way I'd ever play it. Looks like the assets were made in paint... I, I like it a lot. It looks like um like it would be a portable version of do you remember the Digimon fighting games? Yeah. That's what it looks like. Okay, I like it a lot. There's no way I would play it, but I love it. I I don't get it. Like why is this is one on the top here? Shit? I don't know. It must be new. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Holy shit. The, Very the creator is the creator's one person. Okay, that's impressive. That's amazing. So he's created all of these featured fighters. Um, oh, he used to work for Microsoft Studios. He worked on Killer Instinct. He worked on Dust and Elysian Tale. He worked on um, Mark of the Ninja. The, or the Microsoft Minecraft. Battle Block Theater. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I love this. Interesting. But cool. Um, yeah, you can go grab that. It will be running. Um, how long is it running? What? There's from today. There's eleven days left. So by right. the time it should you be get this, it'll be like still like, after that. Yeah. yeah, seven days left. So yeah, go check it out. And the last thing Good for boy. the demos and freebies that we have to toss out to you, <laughs> you guys can actually grab it right now if you're sitting on Facebook. Um, you can grab God of War. A Call from the Wild. Mm. Or Wilds. A Call from the Wilds. Excuse me. Not a great um, title. Not a great title. So basically what this game is, is Zork. Oh, you don't know what Zork is. Okay. Oh. Well, it's a text-based <clears throat> adventure game where you jump into um, the Norse world uh, in, God, in the new God of War, and you play as Kratos' son <clears throat> navigating... Um, somewhere. He's going somewhere, isn't he? Uh, he's going somewhere. <laughs> he's going somewhere. He's doing um, something there. So basically, uh, all you have to do is find the... You know, I probably should have wrote it down what it was... Uh, Penis? What it was called. Um, yes. Yep. It is... Um, in Messenger, if you start a new message and send... Um, and set the person you send it to, to G-O-W-A, Call from the Wilds. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it'll bring it'll bring up like you're going to send them a message at the bottom that says get started. Um, right. So you know you, you play go, on Messenger. Yeah, it's, that's yeah, pretty cool. You get started. They send you periodic uh, messages saying like, okay, so you know this is what has unfolded. <clears throat> the first thing you want to do is click or type in get out of bed to mm-hmm. make your character get up. Um, and then you know what direction you want to go. You know this this way that way. You know whatever. Um, and the big payoff for doing this is I think it's eight pieces of art and a little more information about the new God of War that's coming up um, April twentieth. Mm-hmm. So kind of cool. It's something um, you can do. I mean, the the main it, draw that they use to market it is that you can unlock eight exclusive pieces of art. Yeah. It's like, cool. Or I could just go to like Google Images. If it would have been something else, like almost anything else, a you skin? know what I mean? It, like, a skin. A, a skin would have been cool, but. Man, I let don't me even turn know. the. What's the kid's name? Atreus? Yeah. Let me turn him into a girl. <laughs> See, that like, would have. I think anything. that would have made probably too much controversy. A skin for him. Yeah. yeah. That'd be interesting. Like a wolf pelt? Yeah. Anything. Like really. a weapon, like even like a bow skin for him would have been nice. Okay. Like just something small, but every I mean, time he shoots an arrow, it's actually like a flappy dildo. Yeah. Wait a minute. Well, <laughs> I think I just invented a game on VR. Oh, okay. yeah. ah, it's coming right for me. Um, they already have that, isn't it? General jousting. That. Yeah. If that goes to VR, I want to cut of that action. Holy I mean? shit. All right. Uh, so yeah. So um. Yeah, check that out if you want to. It's, I mean, it's extremely easy to play. It's mm-hmm. like extremely accessible because it's right there on your messenger that you're already telling all your sending dick pics to your friends on. Yep. But uh, you know, is it is it uh, gonna blow your mind? Probably not. <laughs> and while you're sending those out, at Mammoth Games Inc. Just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So as usual, we didn't organize these in any specific order. Like, all of the first stuff kind of belongs, like, was things that I threw up there. But, uh, you know, we'll we'll talk our way through it. Um, so, that's not the one I want. This one goes, like, down here. Um, so, Sorry, he was having to look through my dick pics. I was. I have to sort through them. There's so many. Hmm. So much hair. Sort um, through them. So, we'll jump into the weekly news. Um, but first up... Surprise, Outlast is now available for the Switch. Um, not too, too much to say on that front. It's just, here's the 2013 survival horror game, Outlast, um, on, on the eShop. I, we knew that it was coming, but I don't think we had a, uh, like, they didn't elaborate at all. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So, I mean, I, I imagine um, that they were going to bring both Outlast. They said that they were bringing both Outlast and Outlast 2 to the Switch in the first quarter of 2018, um, but they didn't really say anything more. And I know they're working on something new. Um, yeah. But we still have no info on that. It's just kind of a cool, uh, cool little thing. It looks like the Outlast bundle of terror is now available on the eShop, hmm. um, even though it says it's not launching until March uh, 27th. It's just, I guess, an error. Um, you can also, while you're there, you can pre-order Outlast too. So that's 
you know, it, cool. that's something that you're really super into. Um, just a great, great horror game that, like, usually they, the horror games just don't don't do it for me. There's something that just pulls me out of it, and mm-hmm. uh, the Outlast series is not one of those. The um, thing that pulls me out of it is that I have to run and take a massive shit out of fear. Yeah, he, like, <laughs> you can only buy so many diapers. Right. My dirty you know. diapies. Change my diapy, daddy. Oh, come on. <laughs> Rolling right along. Rolling right along. Um, <laughs> we recently had Pokemon Day 2018. Um, <coughs> that was celebrated on the 22nd. Uh, or, that was celebrated... Um, it celebrated the 22nd anniversary of the Japanese release of Pokemon Red and Green. Um, they had a bunch of cool little things that they tossed out there, um, mm-hmm. including this uh, Pokemon little gallery figure line that they yeah. had. Uh, they uh, released a Charizard. They didn't release it yet, but it is. They, they showed images saying that it will release here um, in the future. Um, but it's a it's it's a Charizard doing a uh, blast burn. It's basically like an amiibo. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really do anything. It's just a cool little statue. This is cool uh, shit. <laughs> I used yeah. to be really into the like Pokemon miniatures. Yeah, and I mean that's basically what they are. Like yeah, I remember I'm really feeling this. I remember I was a big fan of the miniatures as well, and they're kind of well fleshed mm-hmm. out. All of the ones before have been smaller. It'll be like yeah. Psyduck using Confusion, um, like Eevee using Swift, Pikachu's and Thunderbolt, and. Uh, but yeah, this this Charizard using Blastburn is is much larger, um, probably like like three times the size at least. Um, so that's kind of cool. Uh, they also um, showed off some new legendary pins that you can get each month uh, mm-hmm. or throughout the month, um, which I don't know anything about that. Um, <laughs> uh, but as well, if you're using Snapchat to celebrate the day, they did a um, Bulbasaur filter. Last year they did a Pikachu filter. Um, Google uh, Google Home and Amazon Alexa got a um, Pikachu, talk to Pikachu, um, like little setting that you could do. Uh, but the main reason that we were talking about this is Pokemon Go had uh, an event. Um, the event was right around, it felt like there were two events in a row. Um, mm-hmm. There was a like a massive Dratini event. Yeah. And you could get, like, I, I went out that day for just, like, a walk. Like, we went on a walk um, at this local park. And um, I got a shiny Dratini and enough to evolve to Dragonair twice. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was it was quite a bit, and um, it was kind of fun for that day. But as well, um, for the main event, you could find Pikachus everywhere that day and have a little, like, party hat, like a little celebration hat, and you can evolve that Pikachu all the way up to a Raichu with a party hat. So they have tons of event Pikachus that you can collect throughout the game. Um, and I think, I guess, the fan favorite biggest thing was uh, the Pokemon movie I Choose You um, was made available for the Pokemon TV app and also from the website. So, um... I don't think I think it's just for the week, so it won't be there forever. So if you do want to see that, mm-hmm. you know, you have a chance. Um, and that's basically the you know there really wasn't too much with uh, uh, the Pokemon. I mean, there was a ton of stuff that I saw um, going on elsewhere, and I'm sure if we were in a 
you know, I was in a bigger, like, area. Like, not, yeah. not, not a bigger area, but, like, a bigger area that had, um, like, like, New York. I'm pretty sure they did something probably pretty big and cool. As well, um, tons of cool stuff in, like, Japan, I imagine. So, mm-hmm. but that's just basically the overview of what went down. Cool. <clears throat> cool. Um, when, when I wrote this down, I wrote new Overwatch hero, question mark. Uh, but that has since been updated. Um, Overwatch has introduced their newest hero, mm-hmm. uh, Bridget. Um, Bridget is pretty cool. She's a, uh, a support hero, which goes to show how much Overwatch and uh, Blizzard is enjoying their support <laughs> heroes. I think this is like their like, third one. Meanwhile, they haven't made a defense hero since the game launched. Got him. <clears throat> um, but Bridget wields a mace as well as a shield. Uh, you know, she throws out um, shields to her allies, protecting them in battle, um, using her mace to hit multiple enemies in one swing, which is really cool. That's cool. Uh, and she's also the daughter of the little turret-wielding gnome Torbjorn. <laughs> That's dwarf, <laughs> racist. Oh, he is. Well, is he technically? I, I mean, a gnome is like know. three foot tall, so I don't know. He's like three foot tall. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's. Yeah, he's probably a dwarf. Uh, he has the beard. That's the only thing that really. I mean, what else separates him? Besides. Uh, that's it. <laughs> She's got a beard. You just can't see it. Um. But yeah. Uh. She has her weapon, the rocket flail. Um. She can do a uh, whip shot. That does long distance damage because I would suck to only be able to hit things that are up in front of you. Um, she can heal people over time, as well use her uh, barrier shield, kind of like a smaller version of Reinhardt's. Hmm. She has a shield bash, and then her ultimate ability is she provides a um, she provides shields uh, that hit all of the nearby teammates, protecting oh. them. And she also moves faster. so That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, she's just pretty much a, the newest support hero. She's available now on the PTR. She'll hmm. be coming soon, I imagine, to uh, uh, regular play on PS4, Xbox hmm. One. Regular oh. PC. Cool. I'll let you take the next one since I know that you know we're both pretty excited about this game. Yes. Uh, probably my game of the millennium. Um Cyberpunk 2077. There's recently been some a, a little bit more news. Um, originally reported by PC Gamer, uh, CD Projekt CEO Adam Kisinski told the Pareto Securities Gaming Seminar. I don't know what that means. Um, he thinks that Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be uh, more ambitious than The Witcher 3. Yeah, uh, that's big. I don't even know like what that means. <laughs> um so he said that uh, the Cyberpunk team is three times larger uh, than the team that worked on Gwent, which doesn't really mean a lot. Um, yeah. That, he I, thinks that Cyberpunk... He, he basically said that he wants Cyberpunk to be like the new Witcher. Um, they've, they've also recently said... I don't know if it's in this, but uh, somebody asked you know, if they're ever going to go back to the Witcher world, and he said, you know, okay. we would definitely keep that option open. Yeah. Um, but it's not really like what they want to do right now because they've just cranked like technically four of those out if you include Gwent. Um, so he said, you know, our goal is to establish a new blockbuster franchise from the beginning. 
a new universe, futuristic universe. We believe it's very appealing to players, not only RPG players. It's handcrafted, detailed, and of course, open world with open-ended gameplay. Um, so, you know, we're pretty sure that we're going to see... Um, you know, we're going to see this at E3. There's a little bit of speculation that um, <clears throat> the game might come out in June of 2019. Um, apparently, the Polish government is an investor on the cyberpunk game because <laughs> it's like cd project red's like hey man send us some fucking info so uh oh it's cool yeah. i mean there's a it, there's a like, lot going on yeah this is gonna be really cool um i'm really interested to see where they go with this like mm. like we're like both of us here are in the cyberpunk community on facebook and uh like, yeah. there's a lot of talk about this game, obviously. Uh, especially more recently when... Um, what was it? They, they trademark Cyberpunk? Well, they're not really defending that trademark, but they have a trademark, just in case. Right. And it's like... Which is weird, because it's based on a fucking game that some other dude made. Well, that dude's involved. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they got the license from him, you know what I mean? Like, right. So, you would think that he would be the, the trademark holder, but... Apparently yeah. Not. I don't know. Um, I, I think that that dude's probably just just amped that his game is getting oh, yeah. so much. Like, this is big for him. No matter what, like, there's going to be a decent amount of people that are like, holy shit, I want to mm -hmm. go play this role-playing game. I want to check it out. Absolutely. So that's that's awesome. That's, that's really good. Cool. It's, um, yeah, I'm, I could not be more excited for that shit, that shit coming down the pipe. Yeah. Into my yeah. mouth. I, I can't wait for like I, I every day that I wake up I'm like is today the day are they just gonna say you know like screw E3 not you know gonna do a rock star thing with it mm -hmm. where they just come out in the middle of like you know or at the end of like winter like oh surprise uh, the game's coming out this date and here's the new trailer and you know you should probably watch this in the shower because you're gonna blast you're gonna something shit all over something else you're gonna shit him, and there's a chance you might get daddy's cummies all over the shower. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> okay. <sorry. laughs> we'll just keep on keeping on. Um, right now, there is a Monster Hunter World um, event going on that unlocks uh, Aloy's armor and bow mm. from Horizon Zero Dawn. That's cool. Um, so, uh, the. Big thing is, it literally turns your character into her. Like, mm -hmm. it, it, it's the first time... It, well, okay, it's not the first time. It's technically the third time, because they've released Sakura and uh, Rhea from Street Fighter. But mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a complete set, so it's not pieces of armor. It's a complete set that you have to wear all of the armors or none of the armor. Okay. Um, which is very similar to the way that they did the Palico for the same event, the Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm -hmm. earlier um so this will this started on uh the 28th will be running until the 15th um like i said it's complete armor set uh as you're playing the event which is when you launch a mission it's just under event um mm -hmm. which let me see if i can find the name of that it has to be in here somewhere um no, nah, fuck, I don't see it. But you're requested from the Nora tribe chief to hunt down a giant Angianath in the ancient forest. Um, 
so you're fighting these, uh, you know, your quest to uh, take out and hunt just one of them. Um, and then at the end, you'll get a Nora Brave trophy. Uh, or sometimes multiple. Okay. You'll, I think you need... Um, I think you need a couple of those. I think you probably need, like, four of them to make the entire armor set. You probably need three or four of them to make the, uh, mm-hmm. the bow. And then to upgrade it, you'll need that, a bunch of Anjanath pieces, which you'll need the Anjanath pieces as well, um, and uh, some regular monster pieces. Um, you have to be Hunter rank 11 to even attempt the quest, which isn't very high. Uh, so if you progress in the story, you should be good. Uh, as well, the Palico, I think, is not available at the moment. Um, but hmm. it is in a rotating list. Uh, you need to be Hunter rank 6. Um, you'll uh, jump into the quest, and it'll be... I think you have to fight... Um, I think it's called a, a Zitsi. It, it, it's like a... We call it the Flash Raptor because it blinds you. And mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of these little winged uh, like secondary creatures that aren't very hard. Um, and you'll get the Watcher lenses to do that. So... Um, yeah, you have until uh, March 15th to knock this quest out and get all the pieces that you need. Um, if you don't, uh, I would just keep an eye out to see if it maybe pops up in a rotating event later on. Um, not very hard. I actually sat down, I played through, I think, three, and I got the entire armor set. So I need to mm-hmm. sit down and probably play again just to grab the bow, just so I have it. Um, but, yeah, the armor's not bad. I fully upgraded it, and... Uh, I don't know. It's yeah. it's a cool little collaboration. So they're going to keep going. I know they're supposed to have a collaboration with Mega Man, so your Palico can be a little like 8-bit Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they've already hit Street Fighter. So, you know, we'll see where else they go with this. They had a partnership with Sony. Um, who knows? Hmm. But, yeah, get out there and uh, get out there and grab that. Yeah, it'd be cool if, I mean, you know, Monster Hunter might as well keep releasing these, like, collaborations because it adds more to do with the game. Mm-hmm. And it also, you know, so not only is it adding new content, but it also could be bringing back people that might have stopped. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm all yeah. I like that kind of collab stuff. The, and, you know, going forward, they, they weren't shy about saying, you know, we want to release new areas, we want to release new monsters, um, right. which is cool. The game, I mean, the game was already fairly long. I mean, I... But, you know, I think I beat it at, like, roughly, like, the 60 or 70 hour mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was me doing a lot of, like, a decent amount of side quest stuff. Like, I was waiting for Pacey and Kisaria to, uh, you know, so I could complete it. But it's a pretty long game. And just to see that they're going to keep pumping stuff into it, uh, the Game of the Year edition could be a 100 plus hour game mm. when they get around yeah. to releasing that. So, yeah. Oh, I think the next one was you. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> well, uh, Sega had a bit of a whoopsie daisy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's good. Um, apparently, in uh, the Yakuza Six demo was released in uh, what was that? Europe and uh, Australia. Australia. Yeah. Um, so they released a demo for Yakuza Six, and uh, basically, <laughs> they fucked uh, it. You, you could unlock the entire game. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to essentially give you the full game download, which a lot of demos do now, and just introduce some, like, gating. So it would just, like, cut you off at a certain point in the first chapter. Um, so apparently there's a way to get around that gating and just unlock the full game. <laughs> uh, so if you did it, 
Um, like, let me... I need to dig into this a little bit. I wish it was a little more on accident. They're just like, oh, I'm 40 hours into this demo. This is a great demo. This oh, is a long a demo. demo. I can't yeah. believe they put out so much. Man, I, you know... I was, like, when I was reading Holy it, I, I was like, that's how I thought it went. And I was like, man, Europe gets all the good deals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, okay, so there actually was an update to this, basically. A Sega representative said... Um, you will not be in trouble for playing the full game. Because um, we fucked it. Right. Uh, all of your saved game information will carry over to the full release. Oh, wow. However, That's trophies cool. won't, so you'll have to re-earn the trophies, and some of those might be tied to the beginning of the game. Yeah. So you might just lose out on some of those and have to restart later in the future. Well, at um, that point, I just restart in general. Right. What so, you, um, you know, they've said, like, your license to play it even if you still had the demo, your license was pulled. Um, mm -hmm. Some players were actually able to finish the full game <laughs> before the license was pulled. My man. And it was only um, a day after release. So that's pretty impressive. Um, yeah, so obviously they didn't 100% it or anything, but... No, no, they, they, but they saw pretty much everything there was to see. Hold on, I'm in. And then they cranked out the entire story, so that's pretty impressive. Again, like the Yakuza series is just not something I've ever. Every time really I see interested. it, it looks cool, um, and then I yeah. play it, and I'm like, "This is not as cool as I want it to be." Yeah. Now that now that they um, are releasing the originals, and then also made that new prequel game, I'm really interested to like check it out. Yeah. I don't know. That, yeah, that one's weird. Uh, I, I, that might be one of the first times I've ever heard of that going down mm -hmm. that's pretty heavy <laughs> that's yeah wow yeah got him cool um so just so everyone knows uh <laughs> last it by the time you hear this it'll be last week so on february 28th mm -hmm. demon souls closed their servers down mm -hmm. um the ps3 game has been out uh, forever like it, yeah. it's been out an impressive amount of time and people are we're still playing it. Wow. Um, you know, despite... Like, I think people like that because that that version of the game was so much harder than oh, every yeah. Dark Souls end game that came after... Souls game that came after it. Mm -hmm. uh, got progressively um, just easier to play. Um, that one was just hard. Like, mm -hmm. right out of the gate. I mean, the first time I played the game... I was like, this is not even possible, and I just put it down. Yeah. And then it took me a little bit, but I came back, and I was like, okay, I see. I mean, you have to, like, basically, it's like, it's like playing, like, the, like how professionals play fighting games. They're just, like, counting the frames, like, step, step, and then, you know, like, attack. you got to just watch the movements of the characters, and you figure it out. It makes the game just incredibly easy from that point. I mean, not easy, but, you know, manageable. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, they closed down their server. There were a lot of people that were pretty bummed out about it. Uh, but, yeah, it just kind of marks, like, a, a milestone for From Software. Um, because, you know, they've had all of their games online up to this point. Yeah. So. That's pretty cool. I mean, it, like you said, it's pretty... Uh, do we? What, what's the exact year on... Demon Souls. Yeah, let me double check that. Um, uh, holy shit. 2009. Nine, yeah. Just about 10 years. 
And it's, the first game really great. did not. Um, the first game did not get as much attention as I would say Dark Souls ended up getting. Oh yeah, this. Um, Demon Demon's Souls is like the ugly, like redheaded stepson. Yeah. Um, Apologies it, it, to all redheaded stepchildren. It, it really set, like, it really put from software on the map. Yeah. So, um, man, it, it's kind of crazy to think that it's offline, and and it being offline almost has me in that mindset of like maybe I should go and, you know pop it and play it again just to, well, just to play through it you know yeah. is there potentially going to be a remade demon souls that's a good that? question that's a great question because um, that could be a reason to take that down while everything else stays up because it's like oh we're like refitting those servers to run the new version of the game or whatever yeah so i don't they haven't said anything yet but um mm -hmm. you know time will tell we'll figure it out they'll definitely let us know mm-hmm um, um yeah, yeah so uh officially um tony hawk and activision are no longer business partners i guess yeah this um, one was pretty interesting i think i found this actually just on tony hawk's twitter um hmm. someone was saying something about activision doing these remasters they right. did um what they did the insane trilogy there's talks about they're, they're definitely doing more they're, they did uh, call of duty modern warfare Mm -hmm. On the newer Call of Duty game, you could like if you bought, you could buy one that came with Modern Warfare, and then the newer Modern Warfare. Um, yeah. And they're like, "What about a Tony Hawk game?" And Tony Hawk just straight up said, "I'm no longer working with them. If I had the skills, authority to reboot servers or code games for newer systems on my own, I'd be happy to." Mm -hmm. um, so even working with um, them for a remaster, it's just he's he's not connected to it at all. Mm -hmm. Um. Which is interesting. Um, I would really like to see him put uh, some of that effort that he put behind Tony Hawk behind something like uh, they even like mentioned Sesh, uh, like Session, Session or, or Skate, Skate. Four. Yeah, yeah, that would be really, really good. Um, yeah, actually, the shout out to Session Town here. Hell yeah, yeah. that's um, cool, isn't it? Yeah, that's great. But I mean, Skate Four. Like, I'm not holding my breath, but. Hmm. We'll see what it's, happens. It's possible, but yeah, it's definitely possible, especially with session coming up because that's yeah. kind of their. It MO. wouldn't be exactly. Going, it wouldn't oh. be until after session makes money that they start to do that. Yeah, I think once session came, like once it comes out, I think probably right mm -hmm. around the same day, they're gonna be like, and here's the trailer for Skate. Yeah, that seems possible. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's interesting. We'll see what happens here. Um, the new Tony Hawk game was not good at all. Um, I mean, it, it had obviously not evolved. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I kind of like the visuals of, from this picture that we're seeing um, because it's not so realistic. It you know, it's not. We see a lot of like ultra realistic games, mm -hmm. and this one has like a like a poppy charm to it, but I just know that it doesn't play the way I want it to. So, you know, that could be a good well, thing. Well, uh, yeah, we'll have to see how it all goes. Um, I, if I was Tony Hawk, I'd be like, shit, I'm never touching video games again. That was fucked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, he happens. was really successful though in the beginning. Yeah. So I don't know. 
Yeah, we'll see. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, the, uh, we were talking about PlayStation Plus earlier. We kind of, I think we mentioned this. Um, PlayStation Plus is going to be dropping the uh, PS3 and Vita uh, editions starting in um, March of 2019. Yep, yep. So we've got about a year left on that. Um, I mean, not a lot to say on that, so we'll scoot yeah, that a little bit. The update that Polygon ended up um, receiving was a representative from Sony told Polygon that after February 2019, mm-hmm. the monthly PlayStation lineup will consist of only two free PlayStation 4 games. Um, so, I mean, that that's where that question comes in. I mean, we're just losing four games. Mm-hmm. There's no way around that. I mean, even if it is you know a system we might not play as much anymore. I mean... They dropped a lot of those games, as we saw this month, available on PS4 as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is like we're losing a bunch of content. So, I feel like they have to make up for something. We'll hear about that probably in the future. Probably PSX into the year, I imagine. Yeah. So, that's cool. Um, Jumping into then, sad news. Well, that's also sad news, but this is extremely sadder news. Um. Yep. The Bartlett Jones Supernatural Detective Agency, which, what, a couple weeks ago had those massive layoffs? Massive layoffs, yeah. Um, is now being closed completely. That's uh, David Jaffe's studio. Yeah. God of War, Twisted Metal. Um, uh, yeah, it's not the studio that made those games, but the no, uh, no, no, David no, Jaffe is. Yeah. yeah, David Jaffe is just, what was he, like, lead designer on those games? Mm-hmm. Or something. Lead developer. Something, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the only game they made was uh, Drawn to Death under Bartlett Jones. Wait, what was it? Drawn to Death. Yeah, I think that was the only one that they made, which was fun, but it was kind of a flop. Mm-hmm. So Totally um, fucked it. Yeah, that's it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, like, I, I don't know. I wonder where he's going to go from here. We talked about this briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they had already let go of most of the staff, the rest of the staff, you know, of course we hope that they find their place, but Mm -hmm. David Jaffe himself, I'm kind of curious on where, um, you know, where he's going to find himself Yeah. when all this is said and done. Is he just going to sit back and rest on that, uh, Twisted Metal money or is he going to, um, you know, team up with someone else and you know, make, you know, insert big AAA title here. You know, yeah. he would be a great addition to any team. He wouldn't be cheap. That's that's something that I've, uh, you know, we've talked about in the past where, like, there's certain people that need an editor. Uh, I've referenced it with, uh, you know, Quantic Dream, uh-huh. um, the company that's making Beyond, uh, yeah. or made Beyond, sorry, now making Detroit. Um, you know, there's, there's certain people that, if they get free reign and they're the only one that makes the decisions, you can get kind of fucked. Yeah. Um, so I think David Jaffe is one of those people that he's, he talks a big game, but like, uh, not to say that he can't deliver, but he'll deliver exactly what he was talking about. And if anybody told him along the way that it was a bad idea, he would still do it, you know? Yeah. Um, which like, you know, I, I guess you could say the same of a couple other games that have come out where it's like, I guess it was a good idea, but it's just you can't. If you can't nail that execution, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, that was with like uh, Lawbreakers, 
Um, yeah. You know, Cliff Blazinski's like, oh, I'm going to go do my own thing, which is a copy of a lot of the other things that are going on with its own unique style or whatever. And that's not always enough to win. Yeah, I mean, he like that one I feel like it was resting a lot on, like, let's make this this game, but, you know, throwing my name in there is going to pull a lot of people in. Yeah, I, I really mean, do. In, like... in this case, at least Drawn to Death was its own thing. And it wasn't yeah. just like, hey, I made Unreal, but it's not at that company anymore. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It would be interesting to see him team up with a number of people from the, from the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be really, really insane to see him over at um like it, it i know borderlands had a lot of people you know the guys uh, mm-hmm. at gearbox they were interested in looking for people that could be cool um i just had one that would be like it would be really cool if they finally sorted out all this stuff and uh and it was announced that he was working on the next borderlands mm-hmm. or not borderlands um bioshock yeah that'd be sick yeah, I mean, there's a lot of places he could go. I know the dude's super creative. I mean, look at just just go look at draw, you know, drawn to death. Mm-hmm. Like that's there's no game out there that's like that. It it, it was really cool. Um, but yeah, just I don't know. Execution I mean, just then, wasn't. Yeah, like the gameplay wasn't there, and it was. I, I don't know. It needed something else. It just it had that twisted metal vibe for sure Mm -hmm. but it Mm -hmm. just didn't have what we expect from games today yeah yeah Yeah. wish him the best can't wait to see what he next one of the greatest game studio names ever is now up for grabs yeah and I mean you're already in for part of it yeah so that's cool I don't know we should probably make some calls I really like the detective agency part, though. That means a lot to me, too. Yeah, I don't... Actually, the whole ending. You could put any name up there. Mm. You could put Big Dan Supernatural Detective Agency. It still works mm. pretty good. Big Dan's Redneck Detective Agency. There you go. Redneck, yeah. Mm. Mm. Big Big Dan Schofield's Redneck Detective oh Agency. Oh, my God. <laughs> Schofield is a really, like... It's just a, a really evocative name. <laughs> I love it. That's my go-to. It's it's actually one of mine too. I used it for a long time while I was on the mm. air. Uh, Dan the Man Schofield. Uh huh. And cotton wood. Cotton wood. That it's a little racist to be honest, but <laughs> that's that's kind of the like icing on top. <laughs> it's not enough for anyone to say anything though. So yeah, it's it's like it's it just makes you question, but it doesn't make you ask. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're like, huh. Um. All right. Speaking of somebody saying something that makes you question, uh, so there is um, a 16-year-old sophomore. Um, this was in uh, Chicago area. Ooh, that ain't good. Um, this this guy apparently said uh, he made specific threats against the school, basically saying that he was going to like shoot the school up. Uh, probably shouldn't do that. Um, so it turns out that cops aren't really a fan of that anymore. And basically, uh, this guy got taken to, um, what is it, like, juvenile court? Right. And, um, the judge basically banned him from playing violent video games, which is kind of fucked up. Uh, maybe, like, he needs to play more violent video games so he can just, like, work that out. You know? Yeah. I I Uh, mean, taking out the outlet, I don't think was a great answer. 
I mean, it, but I guess you know, I, get I it. yes, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, like you know, if somebody's like a porn addict, they probably shouldn't be looking at porn all day. Right. So I guess I get it. I, um, th- I mean, there's two different kinds of people there, though. Well, you know, there's the people that are like. Did you ever see uh, Don John? With uh, that was the movie that uh, oh god, what's his name? Joseph Gordon-Levitt directed where he was or Don Juan. Don Juan. I yeah, I, I, I think I saw like trailers. I didn't. He directed the movie and he cast Scarlett Johansson as his girlfriend. Uh huh. Which is a great move. Yeah. Like, real power play. That's that's a real Seth MacFarlane move. Yeah. Um. But yeah, basically, so um, you know, the police search of the guy's home turned up no weapons. His parents said in court that they did not have any weapons in the house. Uh, the judge, uh, Judge Robert Anderson, released the boy who spent the night in a juvenile facility into the custody of his parents and placed him on infinite, uh, indefinite, sorry, home detention. Damn. Infinite home detention is the name of my new band. Forever. <laughs> uh, the judge uh, also d- yeah. ordered him to turn over his phone uh, to his parents and ban him from playing the game. <laughs> of course. Uh, the quote's pretty fantastic. The quotes are really good in this. Yeah. I figured uh, you'd want to... Okay, yeah, so Anderson told the teen, quote, you can play all the Mario Kart you want. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Uh, That's that's savage, because there's blue shells in Mario Kart, and that's the most violent shit that's ever been done to me in my life. Yeah, he's he's like, "Um, but sir, there's a blue shell in the game. I want to make you aware of this Mm -hmm. blue shell, and it just takes out the leader and destroys him. And he's like, you're right, you can't play Mario Kart. He's like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. This is, um... Like, like I, I didn't know. approve until the judge was, like, sassy as shit about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I was, like, all on board. Yeah, I, I don't know if this is, like, you know, the like the answer. But, yeah. I mean, Well, I, it's certainly, um... It's, it's not making, good. It, well, it's making people talk, like, especially when it comes to, like, buying ammo at a young, such a young yeah. age that's probably a good thing and i think a lot of it should come down to like background um hey man heavy background checks on something like uh 80 well i mean this is all based on surveys you know which they can be wrong for sure but something like 86 percent of people in the u.s think that there should be mandatory background checks mm-hmm. so let's just do it yeah that sounds like a good uh, idea i mean you know it's still not gonna keep you keep people away from getting them illegally though right because i mean a lot of the you know somebody that's gonna go nuts they're They're gonna they're gonna find a way they they go and get the gun and then they do the thing that would show up on a background check after you know what i mean yeah it's not like they're even like those people aren't gonna go and you know like i don't think that's the part of the law that they're gonna pay attention to when they're trying to heavily break the law do one of the most like taboo things in like yeah all of humanity yeah i see what you're saying but um you know it's you do have to keep in mind that america is inherently different right than everywhere else because of the way that we just let people do shit (laughs) like it's kind of weird like in germany it's illegal to be a neo-nazi because they're like you can't be a nazi you just can't it's not an option Right. And when they find out that people are neo-Nazis, that person can't work. Like, they're never going to, like, their friends are going to alienate them. They're they're never going to, I mean, they might have restrictions put on the ways that they're allowed to communicate. You know what yeah. I mean? They, they have to go to, like, re-education 
classes and things because it's like you can't do that like we did that as a country and it was bad like you just can't do it anymore but then you can see the extreme negatives that can come out of that when you have like germany trying to defend um uh, trying to defend turkey's law which was you can't say anything negative about our president at all you know what i mean so um you know it's it's you do have to keep in mind that the U.S. is is different because of some cultural reasons and some things like that. But in general, universal background checks do decrease total gun crimes according to countries where, uh, you know, weapons are, you know, firearms specifically are still totally legal. Mm-hmm. Um, in Switzerland, they want every person to have a gun. Like the government goes out of their way to make sure everybody has at least one weapon. Yeah, I mean, that's the other way to go about it, is to make sure that everyone is properly educated. And that it, it's good to go. a, it really but, is about education, yeah. But then, I think a lot of it is mentality as well. You have to make sure that, you know, I doubt that they give the people that are mentally unfit. I doubt they give Well, them I mean, guns. it depends. Like, you know, if, I mean, this is Switzerland we're talking about. So, like, if you want to die there's a really easy way you can go do that and the government will let it happen and they'll help you out if you need it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so they know that like you're not going to go and like buy a gun to like blow your head off because there, you can just get an injection and go to sleepy time. Okay. God, I wish I could do that. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like there's certain things like that just doesn't quite line up in the USC. Grim's over here bragging about all of his bladed weapons. Like he's Jesus. fucking Call the constable. This is insane. Goddamn Benny Hanna. I'm calling the cops. I'm calling the cops. Bobby's right now. gonna club your legs, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and then they're gonna ask if you're okay. <laughs> you're okay, sir. That would be in Canada. That well, very true. sorry about, sir. Are you alright? Um, but yeah, so, you know, it's, it's that kind of thing like, um, you know, whether you like it or not, it's in the Constitution. It's all there. But, right. like, putting certain restrictions in place. Even though, you know, it is a good point, like, okay, so somebody's going to go, like, murder a lot of people, and they're going to be stopped by saying that there's a law that you're not allowed to get a gun that you then murder people with. Like, murder is also against the law. And that's a fair point. But um, the more barriers you put in the way, the less likely people are to do it. Even, Even barriers that seem stupid, like waiting periods. A lot of people that go buy a gun, go get it, and then... They get it within an hour. They go kill somebody. You know what I mean? Because they're pissed. Is why they go get the gun. So yeah. like uh, doing the mandatory like waiting periods for certain things, uh, that is automatically shown to decrease gun crime. Like it's it's weird. It doesn't really make sense. You know. Um. But you know, a, a lot of other countries have experimented with a lot of different levels of gun laws that we could we could follow their example if we wanted to. It's just the U.S. Never wants to do anything that somebody else already did. And if almost everybody in the country agrees on it, then it's never going to happen. Right. <laughs> like actually having politicians that anybody likes run. <laughs> yeah. Impossible. Maybe we could get South Park to stop running that same episode of Giant Douche and Turd Sandwich every Damn. four years. It's a really like flawless, like. It's funny. Pre election like episode it really is like it's it's one of those words like you're laughing the whole time but there's like small tears rolling down those cheeks because you know it's real yeah you're just like oh man that's so funny oh my soul 
I wish it wasn't funny. All right. I wish I didn't get it. Yeah. On a uh, on a lighter note. <coughs> oh we yeah, got this is actually good. Yeah, we got a closer look at the game that we ran. You know, ran through. Um, what was it? It was probably like five podcasts ago. Four podcasts. Uh, it ago? was a, it was a little while ago, but a month and a half maybe. Yeah, the uh, Harry Potter Hogwarts mystery. The game coming to uh, iOS mm. and Android. Um, it got a trailer, like a full fledged trailer. Got and it looked it looks damn good. Um, they show uh, a female character sitting down at the Sorting Hat, deciding what house uh, she would like to be in. Um, yeah. And uh, so you know you get to report to the different um, like headmaster or the different uh, uh, like heads of the house um, mm-hmm. as well. You get to make a lot. It looks like a lot of decisions. Uh, make friends and enemies as well. You have to go to class, which that reminds me a lot of Bully, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, you just get to explore. You get to explore a bit more about um, like Hogwarts. It looks like you have your own battle. And I think the thing that got me the most is the style that they're going for is mm-hmm. an RPG. So it, it looks like it's like a turn-based RPG. Yeah. It's it's actually looking. I mean, graphically, it looks amazing for a mobile game. Yeah, and uh, it actually looks like it could be fun. <laughs> like, I'm I'm very skeptical of mobile games. Uh, yeah, like, always. I've I've been burned, probably like ninety nine percent of all games I've ever downloaded and played. Yeah, you play them for five I, minutes and delete them. Yeah, I mean, it, like, uh, yeah, like Nip says in the chat, like, <laughs> it's really impressive how good it looks. It yeah. almost looks like uh, like Sims Two level. Yeah, it, it, it's very <coughs> that sounds like an insult, but that's great for mobile. Yeah, um, they, man, they show so much in here. Just like going back and watching the video a few times, I recommend mm-hmm. look up there. Uh, I think it's a. Uh, I had just to find it via Gamespot. They have an official gameplay trailer for mm. uh, Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery. That bitch um, ain't on YouTube. What the fuck are you doing? I know the trailers like they didn't put their own trailer up there. Um, that's weird. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's cool. You get to make your own character. You get to, you know, pick the house. You get to... I'm hoping, like, ideally it would be really cool if it somehow connected to Pottermore. Mm-hmm. That would be so rad. Because you have, like, you know, if you run through your Pottermore account, you know, it's sorted into a house. And then you have, you know, your wand and all of your other, like, little information. Um, but, yeah, it looks really good. Um, those of you that are interested in it and want to check it out and are on android you can actually go pre-register for it right now i think you can pre-register on apple uh probably here in the future um but yeah keep a keep an ear out for this one i think it'll probably be coming out uh like mid-spring it looks mm. like they have quite a bit done so yeah it's really good i think this one's gonna be good i'm i'm pre-registered right now so you can go on you know google play store itunes app store whatever Mm-hmm. Um, pre-reg for that hot shit so you can hear about it the day it comes out which for mobile games is always like it rolls out randomly like five days before expected right right um, and, unless it's man I think I was on the Super Mario Run uh, pre-register list for like it felt like two years that <laughs> was a long one well but, uh, yeah Nintendo's a little different right right <coughs> but cool definitely go check that out yeah. I'll, I'll let you take the next one. Okay. Um, yeah, so um, Detroit 
uh, is it become human or yep. becoming human? Um, uh, become human. Become. Uh, we finally have a release date. It's Hell looking yeah. like um, the 25th of May. And of course they have the date in the European style, so I just I had like a miniature stroke looking at it. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. We, we finally got a date. I mean, this was still listed on you know, like Amazon, GameStop, it was still listed as December 31st, which is always means we don't know. It usually means it's going to be pushed to next year. Yeah, usually, usually it means it's a still a year out. So it was, it was kind of surprising to see it. Um, now, did you see the cover art for this? I have not seen the cover art for this. Um, it's like that, it's a close-up of um, the, uh, the one character's eye, the guy that like saves the fish. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a close-up of like the side of his face. And a lot of people are saying that it's some of the worst uh, video game art, like cover art in the last like ten years. Oh yeah, yeah. Here we go. Funny. Here we go. It's pretty rough. I got uh, it right, I'll, I'll right here. Sure. That's not. Okay. That's not great. <laughs> yes, yeah, character played by Jesse Williams, also, which you can't even tell. So they have like real star power that they could be using. Yeah, they have to cut out the power. mouth, so you can't even really tell who it is. Yeah, I mean, I think the the focal point is obviously these lines, so you can tell that mm, the, the eye can pop out. An android. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's odd. Yeah, yeah, it's an odd Pretty choice. Shit. I mean, we saw like a lot of other ones. I mean, there were some other like fan ones that they had kind of set up that didn't necessarily look like trash. I mean, mm-hmm. but they went with that. Yeah, they went with that. It's not a great shot. That could change. I mean, there's a lot okay. of like example artworks. Well, I mean, to be fair, they usually do something. Um, Usually do something like this and do something different for each region is what, I, what I'm getting at. Yeah, um, I hope that's the European cover and we get something that a human being can actually look at. Yeah. Sorry, Graham. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> well, you're not in the EU. It's over. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's coming. I mean, good news. It's coming out a lot sooner than I was expecting, to be honest. Um. Mm. I mean, you know, still like a good amount of time for a game to be in development. So it's not like it's... Um, you know, been rushed or anything, as far as I can tell. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy that I'll be able to get my hands on this. You know, man, I would have been, I would have been happy with this one, just the one that just simply says Detroit. Like, yeah, just a black been, cover. That would have been fine. I mean, realistically, do you need to make game covers anymore? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like ninety percent really. of your sales are going to be digital. It's like, what are they? What are they making game? like covers for i mean i understand mm. so you can tell what the game is but it's not like they put a fucking book in any of these games anymore you know like yeah, yeah. it's an empty it's a totally empty case go, that go pick i up. just i have to have a physical version because i have to put it in a row so i can look at it and be proud of myself while i'm not playing it right right but you know I'm for the majority the of people it's not gonna matter what, what is grim talking about uh let me peep that I, I have no idea what he's speaking about over here. He said the game's not for him, though. I did, I got that portion. Well, yeah, I think that Grimm has said in the past that he's not really into, like, the Beyond uh, Heavy Rain. Um, it's just, like, too much. Yeah. Um, oh, he's saying it's not Japanese enough for him. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, but, yeah, you can, pick up, uh, you can pick up Detroit Become Human uh, May 25th. That's going to be awesome. The month before, we have God of War. Which is another mm-hmm. Sony first party, which is huge. Um, we have a post up over. Month before that is a uh, Far Cry Four. Far Cry Four Five, as well. Six. Five. Twelve. Uh, Forty. Taking that. The, the um, Twitch one. 
but yeah, if you head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc., you can find our post over there. Uh, give us a give us a shout out. Let us know what uh, how, like how you're feeling about what character you're looking forward to playing, um, and all that fun jazz. Um, interested in uh, the feedback. And mm. now for our favorite section of our podcast, uh, yeah, our, our section called "Who the fuck asked for it." My uh, least favorite, but it's up to you, I guess. <laughs> So, Final Fantasy XV's PC games now comes with a Sims 4 outfit, which, saying it right off the top, is just like, okay, it's going to be like some douchey guy who's trying to be like a baseball star or something. Um, no, uh, it is it, it is llama-based. Mm. No. Why? Why? I... Why does... It's like... Superhero. They gave him a tactical belt. Dun, 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 dun. I don't understand. And in combat, it does. It just. If yeah, you don't want to fit in with the rest of the party, <coughs> use this skin. Is the kind. If you want to look so ugly that it crashes your PS4 Pro. Oh, I. I it's coming. I hope. <laughs> See that look Columba at that skin type. suit. Look at the uh, look at the ass cheeks in 4K on that suit. Yeah, and then you'll know true suffering. <laughs> wow. Um, so I think I think my final thing is please Square Enix just stop that. Just mm. just stop. That I mean I, I appreciate all you've done. Okay, like the the Assassin's Creed thing was like okay I don't really get it but like do your thing I guess sure. this is like okay you've gone way too fucking far <laughs> like I can even go okay that's fine for the um like the valve um uh -huh. like, like the valve uh, piece that they had thrown into the game it's just it, it's all yeah. getting weird they're making weird partnerships that just that I don't understand like what's the benefit hmm like what did it's nothing it's shit it's garbage man it, maybe it's, is it just no it's not just ubisoft i know ubisoft branched out and teamed up with nintendo mm -hmm. i don't know whatever yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> i don't like it that's where we're gonna leave this podcast thanks everyone for hanging out uh, as always if you get a chance head over to facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc uh, check all that happening news and video game stuff on the daily and chat with us. We appreciate all likes, comments, and shares over there. As well, follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. so you know when we go live and do fun stuff just like this. Um, if you are listening to the podcast, if you uh, have the time, drop a drop a review for us. Let us know what we can do better, uh, or you can just tell us that we suck. That's fine too. Uh, all feedback is useful for us at this point. <laughs> um, sure. But cool. Until next time, uh, I'm Night Swarm. And I'm Filter Cord. We'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.